Hello, everyone. My name is Wa. And I'm Chris. And we're longtime friends that discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. In this podcast that we call DocuSweeties. Because, you know, sometimes, listen, our point of view on these shows can be salty, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. This is Love in Paradise, the Caribbean, season two, episode seven. Honey, lucky seven. Snake eyes. No. Have you seen lucky number seven? What is that? It's a movie. Is that no? It's great. You should watch it. No, Slevin. Is it like mm-hmm. ham comedy? Is it no? Like- it's like a. It's like a uh, who done it, and a shoot 'em up bang bang at the same time. Wow, I thought it was like a drag thing, like a camp thing, because it's almost like you know, like slay honey and seven, like you know, like lucky, like ne- lucky, happy seventieth birthday. You know, like <laughs> if you were an aging drag queen and you turned seventy, and I could throw you a birthday and I could call it like your happy seventieth. Okay. It's, and it's because you have been killing it and just murdering the game the entire time you've been alive. And it's just like another decade. So honey. it's be Slavin. Slavenieth. Your Slavenieth birthday. Slavin? It wouldn't be Slay? S- okay, so we're, we're putting Slay with the word seven, right? Slavin. Slavenith. <laughs> Seven, seven, seven D. Can you just say seven? I don't know, honey. Listen, we have some years until we we can. We'll figure it out by then. Yeah. But listen, we have a great episode because honestly, like we're into it. And as we are watching this in real time, ninety day fiance is happening. The regular old season of just regular old ones. And so it's been really nice to have this juxtapose. And I'm really enjoying the season for a lot of reasons. A, there's smaller episodes than ninety day fiance, but also B, it's really fun and exciting to have these new peeps and this episode specifically felt like it had a lot of real moments and scenes that like you have i haven't felt the tangibility of those real feelings in a minute because everything always seems so staged and all the other ones yep i agree with you thank you yeah i do i really do think that there is something magical about this show but let's jump right into our first couple and that is going to be Sherlon and Ariana. Mm-hmm. My God. I like, here's the thing. This scene, okay, well, let me just, let's go into it. So as we know, both moms are coming to have a meeting and I, we've been teased of what they look like, but you know, like we're going to have this really beautiful setup and it's like, they really set out this like gorgeous alfresco, you know, like, meal it felt like i said this before but almost felt like a little bit like a bachelor date where it felt isolated where like they had put up a table somewhere and there was palm like palm leaves everywhere honey and then so at first to come is sherlon and his mom yeah let's let's talk about them so sherlon was mom and her face and her hair were the same color and i was like does this woman bleach and listen it it, i i know it's normal not normal i I don't want to shame her, but that is immediately what I thought. I thought your skin and your face are the same color, ma'am. So either you're bleaching or your foundation is too light. However, it is whatever's going on. No judgment, just kind of an observation. 
a little bit of a judgment. And but she's ready for camera, you know, lights, camera, action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I will tell you what I first noticed, which was a Beetlejuice style black and white pinstripe jumpsuit, my love, with like a faux feather outer wear pashmina situation and yeah i mean you know so like that was striking to me you know like it one little like flip of a collar was in black and one little flip of collar was white now she is listen absolutely ready for that television honey and she has come and i feel like she is going to look her best and at the same time you know become a character in my mind honey i mean she'll always like she she remains like she did the lord's work in the scene i mean she really did come there like looking at sherlin like you're not about to be like a your, your gd daddy yeah that's what the energy was giving she was like i want you to settle with ariana you need to give her all the help that she needs and all the support because what we find out about his mother is that his mother at some point i don't know how old he was left married somebody in the u.s and now lives in the u.s mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so she's come home to jamaica to visit ariana to be on this show to meet her grandson wear that striped suit honey wear yeah. the hell out of it and she wants her son to step up to the plate and not only support the baby but support ariana yeah 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 or at least tell her what the truth is and have him walk away. I mean, like, have it be clear as to what's going on. And so there is a group of women who are surrounding him and telling him who and how he needs to be. And it's hard for him to take it in. He does a lot of stuttering as he's wont to do, but they've, Ariana starts to cry. You know, she says again that you misled me. And yeah, her mom, yeah, when they show up, they, her mom is really, really, uh, I think waiting for this moment to kind of come at him and have a final say, because she of course has like left, you know, like left her in t beautiful retirement to like join the workforce, to be able to like provide for her, the son. And like, you know, they get there and all she hears from her daughter is that this man is like, not really into her, like won't ha talk to her, like in the conversations that she saw them have over FaceTime, it wasn't very warm and very romantic. And yet, you know, like it's a huge emotional burden. And at the same time, I think it's really great in this episode because, and the season, because I really love the fact that we've come, been kind of like, been able to pinpoint Sherlon for being a, a lying, you know, no good, you know, like we'll do whatever it takes to get a woman in bed and get, get in her pants type of person. And he's had to learn a valuable lesson. And in this scene, he's now confronted by Ariana, who basically, once she gets there with her mom, Ariana like says a couple of things, but does a lot of just silent crying crying and female gets she gets backed up by both i mean like honestly the i think that her mom does does talk but i don't think she's even as heated as she could be you know because she knew that a that shalon's mom was there and not happy with his behavior and b ultimately at the end of the day what is she fighting for like if ariana is fighting for a man that is no is not good enough for her then i think that that it was a then her mom I don't think would have to like be hard pressed to like try and put his feet to the fire. Cause it's like, well, if that's what you are. That's what you are. Yeah. Sherlyn was saying that she wasn't, he wasn't expecting Miss Karen to come in as hot. And I'm like, yeah, she didn't, she didn't come in hot at all. She just stated the didn't. fact. And she said the things that she needed to say in order to like, you know, get it off of her chest. But part of me also thinks that the reason why Miss Karen isn't going hard on Sherlyn is because she recognizes her daughter's actions in this as well. 
Like, I think she is practical about it. Like, yes, choices were made. And like, you should help with this baby because I'm having to come out of retirement and do so for you on behalf of you. But also like, I understand this is a a hard situation. And why am I going to be in Jamaica fighting for a man who like drives a boat and works at two different resorts? Like, what is it that he's actually going to bring to the table? Yeah. Yeah. So... So yeah, so basically, but really, really what is hard, I think, for him to deal with is like, basically, he doesn't want to talk about his feelings or what he actually wants or how he feels about Ariana. Like, he doesn't want to talk about those things. He wants to kind of like string her along and be like, yeah, we're working on it. But I've, but like, yeah, like, I, you know, I've never done any wrong or somehow in the presence of his mom and the presence of her mom, he is able to understand that he can't just run away from talking about this it's unfortunate that like you know like you are so it's hard for you to can be confronted and it's hard for you to express yourself but at the end of the day you have to you you have a lot more at stake and it's not just you well i think it's his mom made him do it because when she's when the yeah. women started talking to him about the hard stuff, he says, I don't like talking about hard things. It makes me feel bad and uncomfortable. And the mom says, well, then say how you truly feel. Say what you truly want out of this relationship. And Ariana starts to cry. Like, because it's this is what she has wanted for him this entire time. And he says, ladies, this conversation is making my head hurt. And the mother is like, I don't give a darn if you have a headache. This conversation (laughs) needs to be had. And he actually admits that he did charm her. Yes. He admits in front of these two women that he charmed her and he did what he needed to do. And now, like, he can't back out because she got pregnant. Right. And her mom then says, you know what? You need to move on. And this is like a really good... This is a really good thing that happens. And then yeah. we hear the stupidest story I've ever I heard can't in my okay, life. Yeah, yeah. What it is, but so he, you know, listen, he is being held to the fire, honey. Mm-hmm. And he is like surrounded by these three women who are just like, no one, you know, he has crying Ariana. He has the, the her mom, which hates him. And then he has his mom. He's disappointed, you know? So like, he's like, I got it. I got it. See women, let me tell you about what happened to me. At 10 years old, I fell in love. Oh no. I no, 10th grade. Let's, uh, 10th okay, grade. Sorry, 10th grade. 10th grade, I fell in love. Just hard, hard love, hard love. Now, in 10th grade, you are a sophomore in high school. So you are 12. 15. Wow. 13. I skipped a grade. Uh, well, but definitely that 12, 12 and 13 okay. are in middle school, my friend. Okay. Let me think about my life. Uh, you were 15. In junior in ju- or sophomore year of high school? Because I didn't drive until my ju- my senior year. But I'm like, yeah, I'm maybe. Okay. So whatever. Let's just say 15. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you start ninth grade 11. at 14. Just, he, so he was in 11th grade. We all know that, okay? And he was 17 years old yeah, when yeah, this happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fell in love with some woman and the woman cheated on him. And he says ever since then, he, he, won't, yeah. he won't settle down with one woman. He tried, uh, I just tried to steal her her great beauty bakery. But, um, or is no. that with mine? Yeah. Oh, great. oh, I forgot you gave it to me. Anyway, God bless. So You mean this entire time this has been here? Like I gave this to you and you've not taken it to the residence in which you reside the most. No, it's it's been there for like, it came back like last week and got left here, but with all my other makeup law too, including, you know, look at this. So anyway, God bless. So she's so mad. So it's great eyeliner. So also the Tom Ford. So let me just tell you, 
basically yeah so she is crying and those eyelashes are heavy and you know her mom is like there for her and the and his mom is realizing what a Wait a shitty minute. person that he's been the best part is that he after he tells this story ariana's in her in her confessionals is like what you grow up from that stuff and move on yeah i got my heart broken when i was in high school too next then he says i will go see a psychiatrist yeah <laughs> She like rolls her eyes. Honey, I like, roll my eyes. A, you're gonna go see a psychiatrist with what money and what time? You don't have enough money to send to your baby, but you're gonna pay some psychiatrist, like someone who can prescribe. You don't even know the right word. The word is therapist. I mean, he's pulling things from the ether in front of these like women, like shields, like psychiatrist. I'll try. Uh, the tenth, the, that was a tenth grade, and I fell in love with it. You know, like he's just trying so hard to like maneuver out of this as as much as possible but make it seem like he's going to actually try and do something and he's not he's not and so it's like basically he doesn't he told her don't wait on me but i'm gonna try and we are gonna work on this relationship for odin no what's gonna happen is that he's going to expect her to send pictures and videos and have odin call him and he's gonna do nothing but just be there waiting and then anytime that she doesn't hop on the flight and bring odin then he's going to blame her for that what i say she does depending on where the mother lives which i have a sneaky suspicion the mother lives in either new york or florida which is a large, you know, population like Ariana would best would serve better just to fly the baby over to see his grandmother and then leave kind of Odin out of it. I mean, you know, it's interesting because at the end of this conversation, her mom, Ariana's mom, Karen is like, Oh, so I, you know, here's, I will still like be able to like spend some time. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of Odin while you guys like figure it out. And Ramona was like, well, how about, we'll just let that grandma have some time with that baby. Like that grandma hasn't really met that baby. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it happens. But I, I think that it could also happen in the States, too, without it being too much drama. Yeah. Oh, honey. So we will see now. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the next episode. We got a little, like, teaser of, like, maybe him trying at first to, like, put the Mac down again. So mm-hmm, we'll see mm-hmm, if that works. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, suddenly, baby number two, honey, it's a very good Mac. So next couple will be Daniel and Amber. Oh, uh, yeah. Another just, like, hey, he's, he is cute. Another hard scene to see with these two, which is... I mean, someone be out of their mind drunk. But anyway, let's talk about it. So, um, I mean, were you okay? Listen, let me just yeah, say, we both said that it's he okay. Okay, well, go on. Were you not pissed off when you saw the kimono she was yes, wearing? Of course. It and it was, it, it is, it is a, something. Now, here is something that is true about fast fashion. So, if you buy things at Target and you buy things from Amazon, which people do, including us, including you, unless you are Mother Teresa of God bless of Chanel and Reformation, I don't even know. But unless you are, you buy things from, you know, people that, you know, have a lot of it to sell for cheaper than, you know, other things. Having said all of that, there are times in the pop culture society when you see people wear the things that you wear and own the things that you own. And a part of your soul just is like, no, I mean, and it happened. It happened to me. Happened to us. It happened to us happened to us honey because in this scene it starts by amber's having a fun night with her you know recently moved in best gay best roommate who's just going through a divorce and they're having a kimono night because basically what has happened is she's moved her in, in her best friend who likes to drink with her so anytime she gets off work 
she can't drink. She has a reason because when you have roommates, when you're young like that, it's like a happy hour, whatever you want. It's very easy to like get effed up when you live with people because there's always someone there to drink and it's fun. Now, if you are drinking and doing whatever by yourself, it's sadder. It's also still fun. I do it. It's sadder. Sometimes. I don't feel sad at all when I do it. Unless it's, if it's not, if it's not happening a lot. I feel judgment from you. Well, we judge people all the time, Wa. So, like, we got to be able to take it and be able to get it, be able to give it. Okay, go on. So, this woman is wearing uh, the exact same kimono that Chris and I have that I have. color. That I have with Chris in hot pink. And I think it's short, so it's not the long one because we're ladies and we don't wear short kimonos, you know, in front of guests that aren't we aren't sleeping with. And... Oh, she sleeps with him. They just don't do anything. <laughs> also, Austin has on a black version of the same kimono, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I'm just upset because I don't want to wear anything close to what Amber wears. I don't want us to have any kind of the same fashion. Like Kara, yes. I want to wear something that Kara wears. I'd be honored. She should be honored if she's wearing something that I'm wearing as well. Ooh, but, wearing a Guillermo. She's talking about anything else. I go on. But Dan, Amber, absolutely not. So yeah. Amber is in Damber, the kitchen. By the way, that's what we're going to call them. From now on, Damber is their name. So Amber is in the kitchen with her bestie, and they're like throwing cat food around so that the cats can play in the food. And I am. Cat parade. Let's have a cat parade. Shot, 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 shot. I mean, these people are, you wouldn't want to be friends with them either. Like, I'm sorry. They're like, you don't, you don't need to rage like that. So loud. I mean, you know, like, yeah, they just like spill these like fishy, smelly treats all over the floor, honey. And she's just like, so happy. She's like, come here, kitties, eat up, poppy chulo. You know, he's like, but also like the full camera crew is there. You guys, it's not like she's in a kimono with her bestie drunk with no cameras. She doesn't care. She's in a short kimono drunk with her besties with a full camera crew. And then he, Daniel, is annoyed and in the room because there's nothing he could do. He doesn't want to be part of it. He calls his brother who has his face. Him and is like, I was like, is that Daniel? No, it's not Daniel. That's not Daniel. Mm-hmm. They look exactly alike. Mm-hmm. So him and his Daniel. Him and his brother are having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> about Amber and how she's over here being a baracha with her best friend. <laughs> and, you know, it's hard being here in the U.S. And the brother's like, okay, so when am I going to get my visa to come? And he's like, I don't know when I'm going to get my green card. What are you talking yeah. about? I don't know. Yeah. I'm calling to commiserate. Don't ask me about your damn green card, okay? Yeah. And I feel I love it when the when the foreigner thinks that they're coming to America and it's going to be great and they get here and they're completely disillusioned. Mm-hmm. And then their family members are like, so when is it our turn? And they're like, no, I'm still waiting for my turn. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. we'll talk about you once I get a job. Mm-hmm. So he uh, like, yeah, they're being loud, obnoxious, so he comes out. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Amber, what the hell? And she's like, you did it. No, all these cats are here. There's all the cats because you did it with the cat treats. <laughs> she blames all the cat business on him for not having closed the bag. She, she's like, so when I drunkly put my hand out there, they all just fell out. That was your fault anyway. And he's like, can we, can we please have a conversation in the room? And she's like, no, honey. She, I feel like she went from drunk to like crazy. It was like, she must have been already been drunk. Like right when the scene started, because this woman is suddenly wasted. And here's the thing. I drink too, and I've made mistakes, but, and I will, and I will say this, it just sucks to be on camera because nothing looks worse than being like wasted, smeary eyed, screaming, emotional on camera 
drunk. It'll make anyone for the rest of their life go California sober, I think. Go on. I mean, how, 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 she does no care in the world about how Daniel feels. She is so overwhelmed with him being here and not working and stewing in her resentment. She needs therapy so bad. It's like, she needs therapy so bad, you guys. There is no redeeming redeeming anything about her behavior he says come on let's go and she's like i need a break daniel i just need a break it's hard it's hard caring for you i don't want to i just want to have fun and forget for a little bit that i brought a foreigner to this country who can't help me do anything and now i'm stressed out and i have to have my best friend and my sister live with me because i'm so broke and he's just like if this continues i will no longer be with you I mean, Amber, uh, Daniel, go home. I was, I honestly, I was happy he said that because what she's doing is so crazy and so like abusive. And like, she is basically like, I need a break like she's doing. And then like, Daniel's like, you knew, but like, you knew what was happening. And she's like, no, I didn't. I didn't know. You know, you're like, yeah. oh my God. You know, she is, I mean, she's out of her mind, wasted and drunk. And here's this, and at the end of the day, it's like, you can't even argue with that or have a conversation with that. And if you get to that place, what's underlying is you not being able to take care of yourself and your mental health. So it's yeah. like, that's what it is. It's like you, you screaming right now is 100% about you and not about Daniel. Like Just like, how bad off is she? I don't get it. It is a lot. And it's like watching her just like break down. And here's the truth. Okay. I I commend her to a certain extent as far as showing and telling us how she feels. How she is expressing it is absolutely wrong. But it is nice to know because I feel like in in a lot of other seasons of 90 Day Fiance, the American feels this way, but they often say things in a way that makes you not understand where they're coming from. They say things like, you should be lucky you're here. I don't understand why you need a bike to go places. You have your (laughs) feet. I can't afford that. You know, they're very like, like crazy. They're not crazy. They're crazy in another way, but Amber is actually voicing it. So I'm like, okay, sis, I feel you. But at the same time, I'm like, you can't be voicing it like that because you're making this person feel really bad. And it's not his fault that you weren't prepared to sponsor him. Oh, yeah. Also, you're going to lose this man. Absolutely. No one would stay around for this abuse. No one would want to be around you. Yeah. Like, no offense. Like, Amber, you're a nice enough person. And I think that you're pretty. But like in this situation to have to witness you every night get this wasted with your friends when you're just like kind of screamy and like a, a melty mess. I mean, it's not the look for this like guy for the rest of his life. Like he, you know, listen, he he doesn't seem like, you know, he likes American culture, but like, you know, I don't seem like he like Costa Rica is better. He's from Venezuela and then he went to paradise and now he's in Seminole, Florida. Like he could go back to Costa Rica. Also like them having kids. I can't imagine that they're anywhere near or close to being able to have kids. Like someone who can't even manage that. I would not want to have kids with her. I would be like, no, this is a red flag. This is a, a flag de rojo. Now, does he have a car? Because we next shot of him is that, yeah, he's going to go to play football or get dressed to go to play softball. I mean, so does he? Football? I don't know how he gets there. Okay. Maybe somebody picks him up. But woo, that shot of him pulling up his pants and all we see is just an impression. Mm. I, ah. I didn't see it. I feel like I. Oh, you I, didn't know. Oh, I guess they, I did. They did. Um, mm-hmm. what, what happened? There's, there's a, uh, a D shot of Daniel getting dressed. 
like we don't know what he's getting dressed on but he like pulls up some like tight gray softball pants uh-huh. and there is just like a bulging imprint <gasps> and i said good for you she doesn't know how good she has. This is so good. Good for you. No, I think like listen. At the same time, it's like Amber. What do you want? Like you know, like good. For why you. did you buy the house, Amber? If it's gonna make your life so, why don't you just like rent a little longer? If like the house was so intense for you, like to get at this time. I don't know. Why don't, don't you know. just wait for him to like be able to like help you and like work to, before buying? The she house? didn't do no research. She didn't. She didn't watch not an episode of Ninety Day Fiance. <laughs> She's never seen HGA. She's never seen anything. She has no idea that it was gonna take him a year and a half. So why didn't she just like DM Chantel and Pedro, you know what I'm saying? And get some information. She didn't do that. No. So anyways, he gets ready for softball and he says that he was on his way to becoming a pro player mm-hmm. in Venezuela, but then he got shot by the police. And I 100% remember him saying this. This is the reason why he came to Costa Rica because he was like hanging out with his friends. Yes. Not doing the right thing, but under what circumstances besides in America, if you're a black man, does the police just shoot you twice? And then you just like get up and like, you have to flee the country now because it's no longer safe for you as a teenager. So that was the end of his career there. Mm -hmm. And so he playing softball slash baseball is like something that's really great for him. And so he has a little Venezuelan community and in Seminole, Florida, and he's found them. So I'm happy that he's found his tribe. And they then, I mean, we, I mean, they're a great supplemental. Oh my goodness. I love the fact that they're speaking in Spanish the whole time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love the fact that one of them actually tells us his story. One of us actually says, I married an American woman. Oh honey. And she was crazy, but I loved her so much. Oh, uh, Debbie Joe, honey, this man married a Debbie Joe. And like, now listen, he has some words of wisdom for Daniel. He's like, let me tell you, you gotta let him be. Mm-hmm. also i love that one so much like he said he loved her so much and i like want to know what happened i feel like they broke up because he probably couldn't handle her craziness or maybe she never made enough money to make her happy or maybe it was yeah. like familial drama i mean because truthfully i think that if you as an american woman especially if you're like white you and depending on your social economic background you might not truly understand what it means to like date someone from a poorer country or marry somebody from a poorer country as a foreigner absolutely it's, that's the daniela's i think that yeah, yeah like a, it's uh-huh. the daniela's it's the what's that woman stephanie curly, stephanie oh. it's the curly haired ellie one. ellie it's like for whatever reason they truly do not get that they will have to take on a whole human being especially because those human beings while they work in the town and the place where they come from and they can survive, it is a lot harder to survive in the US. You cannot just get an under the table, like blase blase job in the US and then like bring that money back home and survive. There's too much taxes and credit and this and that, there's a lot. So you have to be with a partner who truly understands that. I feel like that also happened with my parents too. Like, I feel like my dad was just like coming to the States and he was just happy to be here. And he was just going to work at whatever job until he died. Because in, in Belize, you don't, you don't have to pay property tax. You don't, you have land and you build a house. And then that is it. Like life is easy going. Now it's hard to make money and it's hard to find steady jobs, but it's not, the same us is running at a completely different frequency and it can be hard for someone to come to this U- to the us and truly understand what all is needed to survive and to sustain a happy healthy relationship with a partner who's used to 
a certain amount of luxury. Oh, yeah. Yeah, specifically, that's like, I think it's also a economic gap. Yeah. You know, like I was going to, when you said, and it's also, I thought you were going to say Emily and Kobe, which it also is a little bit in the situation. Because yeah. right now, you know, like Emily's mad at Kobe for looking at a one bedroom. And it's like, yeah, because Kobe knows you both don't have any money. Yeah. So yeah, Kobe's like, yeah, we all we can afford is a one bedroom so we can have month or like we can have monthly rent if it's a one bedroom. Like, yeah, like the kids are just gonna have to like sleep in the living room or whatever it is. We'll have like the you know, probably in our room we'll have the baby thing and then yeah. just like we'll you know, we'll move them to the living room or whatever it is. And or we'll sleep all in the same room, whatever it is. And and I think that, that would be somewhat normal and or chill in Cameroon or in other countries like we're talking about for but for Emily, she can't fathom it because in her life she's like no i'm gonna i've always in my house you know, it's yeah. a house with multiple rooms so it's like i don't get it yeah and it's just that gap it's that gap of understanding and it's that gap of mentality when it comes to how you live and in the states if you want to live comfortably you got to put shit on credit like you gotta you you have to and then you pay stuff off like your car you don't just buy, yeah there is a there is a faction and there's a place in america where people buy everything in cash there are those people who will only pay who will, every time they need a new car they somehow have eight thousand dollars just to drop on a used car and then they'll just have that used car and then they'll do that or they're fine renting in the same place forever or you know like whatever there are those people who survive in the u.s without the the ups and downs but you are not marrying that type of woman. You're not, those type of women aren't looking in other lands for foreigners. Those women are Nicole and of Nicole and Azan. And guess what? Azan didn't come to the US. That's Danielle. And guess what? Muhammad didn't stay with Danielle. Like mm -hmm. anytime you have a woman who could possibly operate like that, it doesn't work out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, Basically, going back to what we're talking about, which was Damber. Is that my new thing I like to call them mm -hmm. or whatever? It was really great. Again, anytime we get to have like someone have some sort of mentor and or like father or uncle conversation with these guys, which are basically, you know, you should let the American women have a moment to breathe, which is also since we're like cross doing all the 90 days, kind of like what Mohammed of Yvette and Mohammed's mom says to him, which is like, let that American woman honey live her life. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's like, if you want to be with her and you love her, you know, like she, they're crazy, but yeah. you got to hold on. And so like, <laughs> that's, that's the advice that he gets. And, you know, I mean, he does say that he loves her. Yeah. And so I, I mean, you know, yeah. I hope the best. Now let's move on. <laughs> I do hope we hope them the best. <laughs> hope they heal. Honey, Abby and Gabby and Frabby. Hey. But we'll be off a picture of him. All right. So in this segment, uh, it's been a horrible night for Abby. Oh, I had a horrible night. I listen, as this season goes on, this Abby character, honey, she no, I think that I think that that Abby girl is bananas. I think that we are watching like a like a little whatever we like a little woman who we think is a cute spinner really be like a kind of a sociopath. I think that she's lying left and right, honey. Whatever she can do to get like whoever she's talking to on their side, I think she's crazy. I mean, I don't think that is an indication of her being crazy, but she is grasping at straws and we're watching her do it in real time. We're watching her do it in real time, dressed in resort wear and high heeled espadrille wedges. Mm -hmm. So 
<sighs> uh, do we want to watch this woman, honey? This woman has a lot of like, you know, stuff to like fix from her all her lives before. So now it's a morning after of like all of her like drama. So she has to like, like a little fairy go around this resort and like try and mend the relationships that have blown up because she has lied her face off yeah. this entire time. Abby's, <laughs> Abby's not talking to her. So she goes to talk to Rodney and Rodney apologizes and was like, I honestly thought that you would have told her like he, in his mind, he's like, you know, we're filming a show, right? Yeah. So w- there, there was probably a time for you all to have a dress rehearsal and you didn't take advantage of the dress rehearsal. So mm-hmm. I didn't, when I was saying what I was saying, I assumed that you had already told her mm-hmm. what I was about to say. And I thought that we were just about to see some like mediocre acting, mm-hmm. but it turns out that you didn't do what you were supposed to do. So then why'd you ask me that question? And my right. bad, my bad, but you did ask me a question and we are filming a show. First of all, that's why I was like, well, Rodney, why are you apologizing? You also got led to the exact thing yeah. you said, which was the truth by, mm-hmm. by a and Abby who was like, why isn't you know Frankie here? You know, like if you had just Sierra La Puerta, Abby, Abby, you could have that's shut the door. If you had Sierra La Boca, you would have like literally never had a problem. They could have just been it's like he didn't come. Cerrado. Anyway, <laughs> um, but like literally, like she made everything happen, and she. That's why I also think that she's bananas i think that she wants the drama and also maybe all of this is fake well we don't even know i don't know but the whole time that she's talking to rodney she not the whole time but like in like three seconds somebody brings her a flight of shots yeah oh and I, she's like yeah rodney well i didn't tell her but i hope everything is okay with you right now so how is selena she's crazy like i mean i was like grifters did you just, ma'am did you just take three shots yes. in a row without even blinking yes because she was getting them free on his check and also what were they one looked like cranberry juice one looked like milk and one looked like water or vodka now i don't i mean they one after another it looked like maybe like a deconstructed drink that was just like okay now do the alcohol first then the mixer then this milk she took she took them down yeah honey like she took her relationships down so basically you know rodney says his piece and they kind of like he this whole episode is like kind of trying to pinpoint abby to say the things we're like all right let me get this so you told rodney that you were going to marry him and you were going to bring Gabby over? Yes, that is what Frankie and I talked about. Because every time you talked to me about it, there was like absolutely no Gabby at all. It was all about you. I, he, we, we went to buy you a ring. There was no, and there was no like, I'm going to buy Gabby a ring later, you know? Frankie, I don't know why he's lying to Rodney about this, but the plan was always to bring me to live with Frankie and then... We would have Gabby come later. Okay, but here's just the thing, just so you know, you can't just like bring all the women over. Like it isn't like, A, you, there's no polygamists here. Like you can actually get married to more than a woman. So there's like, there's no like, we can just bring you over. You're not a related, you're not related to either one of us and we're, you're not going to be adopted by us unless maybe that was, and if that's the plan, that'd be a brilliant plan. I mean, but also they could just pretend that Gabby is Abby's sister. No, they can't. You'd have to birth, birth. No, you can't just, what? Why couldn't they? What do you mean? What what documents would they need? Would they need the birth certificate? The birth like... certificates that show what their siblings? Yeah, there's no such thing. Me and my brother do not have any birth certificates that show we're siblings. On your birth certificate, you have the same mom listed. 
could be the same dad. What if we don't know our dads? Okay, well, let's just say that you have Lisa. Okay, well, I think that there's one listed. <laughs> yeah, at one point, one of them's listed. <laughs> I think that they could have pretended that this is a cousin because like, you can sponsor anybody. So what it would it, like, I see what Abby's saying. It is possible, but not soon. It would have at least been seven years, right? Because Abby would have had to be Gabby's sponsor. Not Frankie. He can't. Yeah, you're right. He can't bring two women, but they would have been able to do it. It's just not in the time frame they were thinking. But it's so weird because because like it's like he she's like, I don't know why Frankie is being this honest. Girl, you are nothing but a lying lie, lie, liar. Like you've been lying. You're like, I don't know what to believe more, like how bad your haircut is or like how much you lie, you know? So Gabby and Abby meet. And Gabby tells Abby they've not been talking. So it's like somehow magically, like they've decided to like meet up again. Like, I don't know about this. This gets real, real weird. So they get together and they have a pretty good scene for two people who have known each other for 10 plus years and are no longer in a relationship. She says that she does not have any trust in Abby anymore. And she doesn't know where their relationship is going to go from here, but she does love her. And Abby says that she'll do anything to ensure that she gets Gabby's trust and Gabby only Gabby like is like listen she's like you're only saying this because your plan A didn't work yeah and I don't trust you because you should have told me you're not gonna just be like surprise we're getting married and I'm gonna bring you two that's not a surprise situation yeah 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 like you could have told me if that was your thing and then like Abby was like well it just really happened like no super fast like no I would have told you but it's like it kept happening so fast like you know like for seven months just happened so fast and then this is like one of my favorite parts of the conversation so then okay wait then Gabby's like it happened so fast like what happened like how did that happen and she's like well you met him and she's like but you literally like you loved me like who did you love more and abby's like both of you equal he's like but you knew him for five days like we we've been together for 10 years abby like how 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 could that happen and she's like you met him and that brings me to again how good of a dancer he is wa like that man must have met those two women i mean he danced could you abby imagine him just off. like facetiming her dancing in his bedroom yeah. Like what else? I mean, she no. The Abby Abby is holding on to something that does not make any sense. She just keeps saying, It happened so fast, and you know, Frankie's just such a charismatic guy. And I'm like, where? I mean, maybe he is, but like how he must be that good of a dancer while and we just haven't seen you know what it is? He must be magnetic. And we've only seen a little snippets in the editing process, but when you see this man live move, honey, and the way in the flow, there must be like some sort of like blood potion number nine, you know, like remember that crazy movie, which I think is a great movie. It's Sandra Bullock and Devin Tate or whatever. Like, is that that man's name? Uh, I'm not quite sure, but Jensen, Devin, no, I'm not quite sure, but it's a great movie. And by great movie, I mean, absolutely, absolutely crazy, not PC and doesn't hold up. I mean, bananas. I mean, it's crazy anyway. But having said all of that, Abby is lying 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 trying to tell gabby that like you know that she had a plan for her the whole time when her plan doesn't make sense at all (sighs) yeah i mean we just end where she's like i don't have any trust in you and abby's like well i'm gonna do my best to gain your trust and i think gabby's like not gonna happen not gonna happen my friend all right let's move on to our last couple of the episode and that is 
I don't know if I have a picture of them. I don't see it here. Oh, here it is. It is. She looking real sleek, right down to her ass cheeks. She bring the fire. She bring the passion. Cause it's a man satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like she she popular, 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 popular. Did you not? Did I? It's kind of bop. It's not bad. It's not. I mean, there's worse. There's been worse, and there'll be worse. And listen, I'm not. I mean, you know, one more time. Do you want? Yeah, one more time. Let's do it again. She looking real sleek, right down her ass cheeks. She got the passion and then the man satisfaction. That's all I remember. Popular, 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 popular. And he just like his like you know in the girls. Yeah, I mean, just like a lot of things that I don't get. So they get in a boat, and one of the gentlemen or the gentleman who puts him in the boat has a beanie that is the Griffin flag. Okay, it's white yellow and black and i said is this person garifuna we need to talk about it yes are there garifuna in san marta colombia or wherever the venezuela i don't know where they are those kids like wouldn't that be great if there was just like such a fun place that is like super kind of like progressive and lib and gorgeous and like people can feel like an amount of like freedom there and like a bunch of like you know peeps of your culture there you could just I mean, like, eat it was, that it was that moment i was like is that man garifuna so carlos is way more comfortable in san marta like mm-hmm. he i mean it's night and day mm-hmm. he's kissing this man in public and valentine feels the shift and the change in their like not relationship but in their like moving, affection yeah yeah with each other and that's really really nice to see so carlos wants valentine to be a bottom he keeps saying that and i you know, I know that they both are activos, but to me, it truly feels like if anyone's going to be the bottom, it's Carlos. Oh, I agree. I They're, agree. Yeah, he just gives me bottom vibes, even though he says he's not. A part of me is just like, are you sure you're not a passivo and you're just pretending to be an activo because you're still in the closet and you feel like if you are gay, you might as well be an activo? I mean, listen, I'm not quite sure, but I will say that I don't know about exactly what he wants, but if he it feels a little bit closed about his sexuality, I would wonder what would happen if he was ever truly, and maybe he has, so we don't want to like say, but I wonder if there'd be something to being able to explore your sexuality in such a way with a partner you feel comfortable with by maybe seeing if like you could have a little more versatility but not necessarily is that you know, also what's going to happen, maybe you just know straight up what you like and what you don't which is like, you know to insert and not to be inserted i mean that was a great like pc like move around saying what we want to say and then like being like yeah no we're, we didn't mean that well i mean listen i think i i have a some i have a certain like inclinations of what i think this man you know like since he is somewhat close to you know about other things maybe he hasn't been able to like really dive into you know growing in a healthy sexual mm-hmm. way with someone and because and i know that because i also feel like i Mm, I could use that, you know, like I have been in, you know, healthy sexual relationships, but I think that with what we do, which is like long for a deep human connection of any, of any kind, the deeper your connection and friendship is with someone, the longer you are with someone. And the, the more that you can have sex and explore and communicate about it, you both grow and evolve over time, Mm -hmm. you know? And so if you haven't been privy to being lucky enough to be in a situation where you feel comfortable and secure with someone for a long period and consistent period of time, then you might not know every aspect of what 
you like sexually and what yeah. what could happen. So, I mean, again, I'm saying that from, you know, literally a, a you know place where I understand that. Yeah. So this was a short segment for them. At, at some point, the end of their segment, they talk about polyamory again. And Carlos says he isn't up to it. And Valentine acquiesces, being the consummate HR professional that he is and says, you know what? You're right. We, we'll we'll wait three years and then we'll see where we visit polyamory. And then I said to myself, three years of a long distance relationship. Valentine, are you planning on bringing this man to the U.S.? Yeah, I think he is. I think that I think I think that three years was going to be like them. Re, it felt to me that they want to be able to lean into their own relationship, make sure it's super, super secure first. And like have a, that foundation. And so to me, it feels like since we're on the show, I assume that they're on the path towards getting married and or bringing someone over and being like whatever so yeah i think he i think he bought a ring i think it's what we yeah. in episode one that he's uh he they're gonna live gonna, together yeah he's gonna he's planning on possibly popping the question yeah they both just think they're both they're each of their butts are so so cute you know and so it's almost like kind of both of them are kind of like wanting the other to literally acquiesce and compromise by like bending over literally haha lol but you know what i'm saying and, and in this situation valentine's like well no because i'm not gonna do it and you don't want to do it so i want polyamory but you don't want polyamory so here's us a compromise which is i understand why you might not want it right now because we have some things to work on but in three years i would like you to be open to it and that is when carlos like has a little hissy fit he's like still no and i'm upset you didn't bring it up because a I want us to be like all already fine where we don't need anyone. And B, I don't need to have like penetration with you, which is interesting only because they kind of keep hinting back and forth of wanting that and how important it is and not, and not, and not having it. So it's like, they're fine having not penetrated, but they joke about it. And we've talked about, you know, their sexual proclivities as much as any other conversation we've had with any other sexual couple. So it's like, I think that, yeah, they're going to have to, like, come to some sort of agreement, you know? Yeah. Well, it ends good with them. And overall, I thought it was a good episode. It doesn't have Daniela and Johan, and I'm really more so interested in Daniela and Johan. Yeah. Um, So I can't wait to hear from them next week. (laughs) Can't wait to hear from them. Yeah, like, we want a little postcard or something. It's to, yeah, I don't know. They've been traveling, honey. We've got, we haven't gotten one. Like, wish you were here and not anything. Pueblo yet you know what I'm saying like I wonder how everything's going there I wonder how the buffet tasted you know what I'm saying like I just I want to catch up with them remember she wasn't she the one that was going to like get her dress hemmed there or something like that yeah she needed like, to get it fitted there yeah like did that happen yet I don't know but we need to find out maybe the maybe the maybe there's a seamstress in his family that can help do that That'd oh, be ideal. yeah mm-hmm. you know that that would be great and if not like how's that one hot model friend you know that like didn't know that they were going to get married but like knew that they were you know, dating that like didn't talk that much. You know, I'm not worried about him as much. Oh, I think about him all the time. I know. You know, it really looks great, that lip gloss. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys. Well, you know, thank you so much for listening to us. And if you are a part of our Patreon for watching us on uh, this episode, <laughs> um, we are almost caught up with this season. And so we hope that you are enjoying the content that we are pumping out pump, to you. Pump, pump it out. Yeah. Pump, 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 pump it, it up. Pump it up. <laughs> pump it up. Pump. I said pump, 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 pump it up. Pump it up. Pump it up. Pump it up. We love uh we love doing this. Yeah, we are so pumped, um, obviously, to talk about this love in paradise. It's such a fun, fun 
you know, offshoot of 90 Day Fiance and this cast and these couples are really, really great. Now, here's the thing. As you know, we are brand new podcast, honey. Brand new. Spanking new. Spank me new. So if you're listening, would you mind a making sure you're subscribed and also leaving us review because we're like so hungry for your validation. Also, if you want to validate us, validate us even more, we enjoy followers, especially on social medias like TikTok or Facebook and Instagram, also Twitter at DocuSweeties, where yeah. you can find us. Yes. And then, of course, our Patreon, which Wa discussed, which we have already some fun cunt, cunt, cunt? cunts. We have some fun <laughs> cunts on there. That we, we are two fun cunts making content, <laughs> honey. And the X-rated full full throttle, honey, is on the Patreon. It's on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties. And thank you for those of you who are watching this on Patreon. We enjoy the 12 patrons that we have, and we love you for jumping on the band wagon so early you know get your friends get to tell your friends to come on too it's only ten dollars a month you got it yeah so next time where we are looking into what we're going to review next so make sure you are getting onto our socials and telling us what you need us to talk about now no of course we'll do the reality relationship based shows that we're into but also we're looking for your bingeable streamable exciting docu-series from those like netflix hulu amazon places so tell us what you want and what you think would be great yeah we like love guru you. or the way down honey stay wild, wild sweet. country yeah, yeah. don't f with cats oh yeah don't f with cats stay sweet and obey pray and obey or something like that we'll do any of those things so let, yeah. let us know what you want us to do and to boot mm-hmm. okay we love you guys and have a great one we'll talk to you later bye bye, bye.